when I start working with people, we really dig into the brand and we want to build a reputation for you. We want you to become the expert, the authority that people see, they hear, and they remember. So when they need your services, they're coming to you because they go, you know what? I really think that I need to, you know, be more collaborative and I need to figure this out. I need to go talk to Chuck. Mm. So then once we have that, you know, once we have the brand strategy, then we can dress it up with the branding so that it comes, you can communicate properly to your audience and then that they start to recognize you. It brings meaning to your brand when we do the right branding. But if you don't know what your brand is, if you're doing it all wrong, or if you're skipping that step, it's a waste of time. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is gonna to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm gonna see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Creative Collaboration Show. Chuck Anderson with you. And I have another amazing episode here for you today. And, uh, you know, the, this show is all about collaborations, partnerships, and ways to grow your business easier, faster, better than maybe uh, you're doing right now. And so, you know, we have a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, coaches, consultants, book authors, speakers. We have it all in this audience. And I'll tell you, there's going to be something here for all of you here today. And the reality is when you're trying to uh, spread a message, uh, get the word about something or even sell something, uh, which you wouldn't be in business if you're not selling anything. Uh, branding and strategy, uh, really does come into this. And there's all sorts of questions that people have had 
along the way. And so uh, I'm really pleased to to be able to invite Kim Speed to be with us here today, who is an expert in all of these things. And Kim, I'm not going to tell your story. I'm going to have you tell your story. Uh, that's my introduction light. But Kim, first of all, welcome to the program. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Chuck, for having me. I am so excited to uh, have this opportunity with you. Awesome. So I think a great place to start, Kim, is introduce yourself. Who are you and, and you know, what, what's your story? You know, how, do, how does one become a, a brand and small business strategist? And, uh, you know, there must have been an origin story somewhere to the point where now you're, you're an expert in and working with small businesses uh, on their branding. So take it away. Well, thank you for asking, Chuck. There definitely is, because um, I am an entrepreneur, but it was not something that I ever thought I would be. Um, I didn't go to school ever thinking I would work um, and have my own business. I always thought I would work for somebody. I always um, uh, was driven to be in the world of advertising, in the world of creative. So that all changed 14 years ago. Um, I was working as a creative director in the advertising world, and it was during that uh, crazy recession time when everybody was finding um, it difficult to keep jobs or keep clients. And uh, we, at the company that I was working at, we lost a huge uh, client and there was just a massive layoff. So I found myself without a job, but, um, you know, just assumed that I would go and I would find another one. But while I was doing that, I had a lot of time to be at home with my family. I had two kids at home and um, I, I had an epiphany. I realized at that time that it was a gift to see how um, the life of my kids that I never saw before, the, you know, getting time with them during the day, seeing what they were doing, um, taking them to school, like just minor things. But they were big things that I felt like and I re realized that I was missing. And I really wanted to be part of that. I loved my job. I loved what I did. But um, I realized that there was um, more to life than just the career. And I was missing it. So <laughs> I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that it had to be different. And I wasn't going back to a corporate job. I wanted to remain part of my um, family's life and be there for them. And um, I jumped in with two feet and said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do something on my own. And I said, I'm going to open a business. Um, so I took the knowledge, skills, and talents that I had and offered them to people. Um, uh, I call it uh, consulting and freelancing. And I started off by uh, just using my network and um, getting business, getting projects, getting jobs that way. And then I grew my business from that. But Chuck, what I did find is because I thought that I was all that because I came from the world of marketing, this is going to be a piece of cake. No problem. It was not. It was not. And I struggled and I struggled. Um, you know, once it got past my, you know, immediate network, it was actually hard to sell my business to people I didn't know. And um, I, I had a, a point where it was make a choice. You, because I still needed to make money. I still had bills, just like everybody else. And um, 
I had to decide whether I was going to really make it a priority and make this business a reality or if I was going to go back to a job. So I found a community. I found a coach. I found some people that could help me and they turned it around. And without them, I would have been back at a job. So now I work with small business owners who are trying to um, attract more of their clients and turn them into profits um, by helping them clarify their message and get people to lean in and want to know more about them. And I do that by helping them create um, superpower brands. You know, I definitely want to dive deeper into that. Um, and we'll, I want to get more into, you know, how you can turn them into superpower brands, because that sounds amazing. But I, I want to first react to, you know, part of your story that, you know, I in particular can relate to because there's so many similarities with mine. I was a former chief marketing officer, suddenly found myself uh, working independently. And I went from having a team to, <laughs> uh, to a team of one, which is yeah. me. Uh, and so to rebuild all of that, that transition is not easy. And I wanted to mention that because I'm sure so many of uh, the members of our audience who are now in businesses of their own or consulting or whatever, many of them, same thing. They were in a job. Now they're no longer in a job and uh, find themselves marketing themselves independently, uh, doing the solopreneur thing, uh, which hopefully we're going to shatter that word a little bit. We, we are, we're going to talk because nobody really does this alone, but yeah. you know, it's a, it's a common thing that people call themselves. Oh, I'm a solopreneur. I do this and that, but yeah, it, that transition, not an easy thing to do. Others might be actually listening in and wanting to make the, the, the jump or make the leap or the transition into uh, more of an independent type business and maybe leave your job and uh, yeah, these are some of the things that you need to consider. So, so you're you're working in advertising. You're already an expert in media and branding and all of that. And then you know, in the corporate world, when we have teams and the support and everything, it's and you know we're the boss. It's like yeah, you you have a team to support you, and then all of a sudden you don't have that team anymore. And so, so what did you do? Like, what was the what was the the big turning point for you in your business that that really turned things around and and made it work for you? First off, admitting that things weren't perfect. Um, when you come from a world of corporate, uh, you don't tell your clients and you don't tell your um, partners that you're struggling. You want people to think everything is great. So. Um, you know, you have your internal teams that obviously know, and you can talk about it and discuss it and figure out how you're going to change it. But for the most part, you're like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. So I went out there and just assumed I got to pretend everything is fine. And inside it was dying thinking, this is not fine. And I'm like not making money. And I'm like going, I'm really struggling. And it wasn't until I found a community of people that were like me, that um, I could relate to. And they they helped me see that, um, you know, maybe we don't have to be so perfect and maybe we can share some things and maybe we can help each other out. And um, I hope it's okay if I jump right into this, but this mm -hmm. is my first collaboration. 
And collaboration is what helped me sustain my business <laughs> because this community supported each other and, you know, shared each other and referred each other's business. And they also, you know, shared learnings. Um, so without them, I wouldn't have lasted. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have lasted. I love that because one of my questions to all my guests is how has collaborations and partnerships played a role in the growth of your business? And you just said it perfectly. Um, we None of us really does this alone, right? And, yeah. you know, we can call ourselves solopreneurs or independent business owners or, you know, so many words that really do speak to being alone. And uh, it's that being alone oftentimes that that does contribute to the lack of growth or the struggle. And uh, it's so much easier when you can collaborate with others. So I'd love to ask you, like, was there any particular collaboration or partnership or uh, working together with somebody that was um, uh, instrumental, let's say, in, in the turnaround or even the growth of your business? Uh, yes. So one of the first people that um, I collaborated with, and I didn't even understand what was happening at the time. It was just, I knew that I needed their services um, and they helped coach and mentor me in my business. They were a business coach. Uh, Eventually they helped me turn my business around, but they became, uh, the coaching business became one of my best referrals for my business because I guess they started to understand what I did and how I could help people and help their clients. And that's the first collaboration that really started. And um, it went on for years and years. um, And I still get some business from that. Um, But the next one that happened was actually a client of mine um, that I worked with and that client actually started to refer my business and hired me for more and more things and their client or their clients and um, partners started to ask about how they got you know branding and marketing done and and they started to refer my business so first it was somebody that I hired then it was somebody that hired me so it, it happened on both sides <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. I love that story because I'm so big in I, I, you know, it was instrumental in my business as well. I mean, I was also struggling to get clients and it was a a, a collaboration, a partnership with someone who then uh, not only referred business to me instantly once we once we made the connection, but we've been working together now for 11 years and uh, and they've been re- referring multiple clients to me every single year uh, with that. And so it really does make it a whole lot easier when you make these connections and these uh, these collaborations that really help it to make it easier to connect with the people that you're you're serving. And so I love that. And it just speaks to, um, well, not only, you know, what turned my business around, but now that is my business, helping people find referral partners and, and people to collaborate with. So uh, and I love this and even just Kim, the potential for, for us to collaborate as well. I know, you know, we're yeah. still, you know, we're, we just met recently. I was on your show. Now you're on my show. I mean, that's where collaborations begin. It begins with a conversation. And I loved what you and I talked about, even on my show about, um, that relationship building. It's so key. Um, 
and you and I both talked about, there's lots of people that offer their programs and, and things like that as affiliates, but you don't know them or, and they just expect you to put out a few emails and things like that. And, um, you know, see if you can catch any fish that way, mm. but it's not sustainable. This kind of thing, making relation, uh, creating relationships and building on those is really what helped me to get business out of my referral partners. If I hadn't done that, then maybe you get one or two, but you don't get repeat. Well, and, and I think that's another key is getting that repeat Right. Otherwise, we're constantly looking, we're constantly searching. And uh, that's what takes people, you know, that constant search takes so many people out. Uh, if you can get that repeat, now you don't have to think about that so, so much and you don't have to work at it so hard uh, where the clients can now just start to come to you more organically and consistently. And that's been that's been huge. So yeah. speaking of clients coming to you, I think, you know, um, so you're. In, in your story, you you collaborated, uh, you're receiving referrals. Um, so who is it that you are, um, that you're working with and uh, some of the types of clients that uh, that are being referred to you? Uh, so the types of clients that I'm getting are people that are service, um, from the service industry. So a lot of um, coaches, consultants, creatives, um, freelancers, um, but also people that are in the wellness uh, arena, thing, uh, people like chiropractors, naturopaths, um, massage therapists. So, but really people that are providing a service or sell something that is invisible, <laughs> mm. you know, without a, a real product to say, here, look at this. This is great. Um, I help people to uh, build a message around their business, um, you know, the benefits that they provide to somebody, the value that they bring to somebody, uh, and really turn it into something that gets people to want to learn more about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there any particular struggle or problem that they're kind of experiencing right now before they come to you and they're like, Kim, I, you know, here's what's going on. I really need help with this. Like, what are you hearing from them uh, when they come to you that they're asking for? Um, one of the main things is I need to attract more clients. I'm just not getting clients consistently. Um, and people are not seeming to understand or be interested in my pro my service. So that that can be right out there. <laughs> right. So so take us through what what you what will you work with them on? So they're they're coming to you. And, and, and this is great because we know for a fact that there's members of our target audience that just heard you say that and said, oh, yep, that's me. Uh, I definitely want to do that. Um, and so, you know, what are your, what is your advice? What is your tips? Or do you have a system or something that, uh, that you take people through? Because if they're struggling to get clients to get to the other side, where now they're not struggling to get clients, there must be this part in the middle that happens to help them to fix that. So um, take us through that. And, you know, a little bit of the, you know, what you work with them on and what your system is, etc. And, uh, you know, just so we can kind of give people that that look at like, okay, that sounds good. That is something I want to do. 
Definitely. I'd love to share this. So first, I'd like to explain um, there's brand and there's branding. And a lot of people will come and say, I think that my branding isn't is off and it's because it's not attracting my clientele. And when they say that, they come to me saying, thinking that they need, you know, a new logo, a new tagline, you know, their colors and fonts are off and they need a new website. Um, And that is a part of um, building a brand, but a brand is something different than branding. So your branding is what communicates your brand and your brand is who you are. It's what you stand for. It's um, how people perceive you. It's the values that you have that you bring that make you and your business unique. And when we um, start, um, when I start working with people, we really dig into the brand and we want to build a reputation for you. We want you to become the expert, the authority that people see, they hear, and they remember. So when they need your services, they're coming to you because they go, you know what? I really think that I need to, you know, be more collaborative and I need to figure this out. I need to go talk to Chuck. Mm. So then once we have that, you know, once we have the brand strategy, then we can dress it up with the branding so that it comes, you can communicate properly to your audience. And then they, they start to recognize you. It brings meaning to your brand when we do the right branding. But if you don't know what your brand is, if you're doing it all wrong, or if you're skipping that step, it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think sometimes, and we've had this conversation with many where they, they, they don't always understand the difference between branding and their messaging, their marketing, their client acquisition, and even their offers. And so, you know, what is, you know, your definition of branding and like, and what part of their overall process is that and, you know, how it contributes to the more clients they want to get? So um, I differentiate brand and marketing or more brand and, and sales. So your brand is what makes your business relevant and meaningful. Um, And it is a way to continually gently pull an audience into you. So it helps you to understand the types of uh, messaging that you need to uh, make clear, what you need to communicate, the types of problems that you solve, what is relevant to your audience that they want to hear and be able to go out and know what you should be putting on social media, what you should, um, what types of speaking engagements that you should be looking for, what types of partners that are going to be the best to support your business. Um, that's what really building a brand is all about. And then, then when, as you start to become known as this brand, it, you know, people will start to go, Oh, there, there's that, there's that business again, or there's that person again. And, Um, I just had a call today and it was because I have done um, a speaking engagement, I think two years ago. And this person 
started to follow me and now is ready to do her branding. Um, she's a naturopath and she said, I'm ready. And I, I remembered you and I came back. That, that's the power of brand. So sometimes branding isn't an ROI like that, whereas sales is and marketing is a bit different. You're pushing out your message and an offer or something specific, or it could be a sale. It could be, you know, a, a special that you're putting out there to get instant um, ROI. But you still need your your branding to go out there and do that properly, too. Then once you get a sale or two, your branding comes back into play. and helps you to provide the experience that those people are going to expect. Yeah, I love what you just said, because I think that really speaks to the power of having a good brand and a clear message. When you can have someone come back to you two years later, okay, so timing is everything. So maybe they weren't ready right there and then, but your message and your brand and you uh, resonated with them to the point where they're like, for two years, they remembered you and now have come back and become a client. And, you know, um, it's it's a story that I've heard before. Uh, and I know it's happened in my business where uh, that you make that impression on somebody and then they're like, oh, I really need to work with Kim. But, you know, now's not the time, but I'm I am going to follow everything she does. And when I'm ready, I'm there. That's an amazing story. Yeah. And a lot of it is, you know, developing a brand and then being consistent and then showing up time and time again, even when you think, you know, is this, is this working? You know, because a lot of times your branding isn't an immediate ROI, as as I said. So it also has to be, you know, partnered with sales and marketing. So you can't just do one without the other, but you can't do marketing or sales without first doing an understanding of some brand strategy. They're all very much interconnected. You need to have a good offer. You have to have good marketing, but you also have to have a good branding that is memorable and Mm -hmm. that, you know, makes people want to follow you. And uh, it does build trust in there as well. And I think, you know, your story of, you know, the client who uh, has been following you for two years is a great example. And I love what you just said about the instant ROI. And I hear it all the time from entrepreneurs like, you know, I really need to make sales this month. What do I do? Uh, and, And it's like we're always looking for the short term. And I get it. Like there is the short term. But one of the things that I think, and I'd love to get you to weigh in on this, Kim, is that if you were to invest into more strategies that are not the instant ROI, but they're uh, they're you know getting the message out there, like speaking at events, like being on podcasts, where you might not get that immediate return. But you did get a return, like the client who returned to you two years later and says, okay, Kim, I'm ready to go. And if you had enough of those, you wouldn't be having the conversations about, I need an immediate ROI, or I can't pay my payroll this month, or I can't pay the rent this month, or whatever. I need I need something now. Uh, the way you got, and I I was in that mode for a while where I needed something now. I needed a <laughs> I needed too. a miracle <laughs> in a very short period of time, and we've pulled it off more than once. 
But what's been great is not having to do that. And a big piece that causes us not to have to do that anymore, that consistency, is because of the the branding and the messaging and the marketing and being memorable to people that are hearing. And so, so you know, they're, the clients are coming and they're ready when they're ready. So that, you know, that's my take on what you just said. I'd love to hear you weigh in on that as well. Oh, that that is so true. Um, and I want to just say I was in that position at one time, too, because it was literally, you know, I got to figure this out or I'm going to have to, you know, I may be trying to get a job at the local cafe because I can't go without um, more money this month. And um, but when you actually spend some time developing who you are and realizing um, the problems that you solve, and this is all developed in your brand and then figuring out how you can communicate it and you can start to go out there and research and find ways and places that you can get in front of your audience. And when you start to get in front of your audience and communicate to them, you get better and better and people start to hear you and they will remember you. And if you need money quickly, sometimes you can get those opportunities where you do have um, somebody saying, please come and make a presentation and you can make an offer and maybe you make some sales right then and there. So there are ways that your brand you know, is going to take some time, but there are ways that your brand is going to help you make some fast money too. That's brilliant. And I just, you know, to anyone listening in right now who you're looking for that consistency, maybe you're looking for that miracle right now, or you've had to do it a few times and you want to get out of that mode and you want the consistency and, you know, just want the flow. Uh, everything we're talking about here today is a big key in doing that. And so, you know, to that end, Kim, I know that you have a free gift that you wanted to uh, mention that will be a great next step for somebody who uh, wants to learn more uh, and maybe even just explore how this can how this can help them. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So I have put together what I call the brand score assessment. And this is something that you can go in and take and find out where are you doing really well and where some of those gaps are that maybe you need to start to work on. And um, you get the results right away and um, maybe some suggestions on where you should look at and where you should be spending time. What are some of your weaknesses? So I'd love for you to be able to take that. And um, we'll put the link in um, here, Chuck, for them to get access to the brand scorecard. Yeah, absolutely. So that brand scorecard, if you'd like to get that, and I highly recommend that you do, you're going to find that link right beneath this video if you're watching it on video. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast, just go into the player and click on the show notes, uh, the link uh, to Kim's uh, brand scorecard and her website and all her information is all right there. And uh, highly recommend that you do uh, connect with Kim and look, go go get the scorecard, go find out you know, how you score and then also how this could potentially help you uh, get out of this mode where you need the instant ROI and you need the instant mm -hmm. gratification. And when you get out of that mode, man, it is just so much easier uh, to run your business. So 
So Kim, I, I think this that's been amazing. And thank you for your generosity with that as well. Um, so this has been a great episode, a great journey uh, in into I uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, because it's not always easy to be vulnerable and share our stories of struggle. Uh, we've both done that today. Uh, and we did it on your show as well, which is great. Uh, by the yeah. way, if you want to check out Kim's show, I've got a link to that there as well. Uh, please do. It, it's amazing. I had a lot of fun uh, being on your show as well. So, you know, speaking of journeys, you know, as we bring this episode to a close, uh, part of the journey is, you know, learning from great mentors, learning from great people, lots of great information. Uh, books have been instrumental to me. And so while I have you here, Kim, I just want to ask you, uh, what's your go-to or must-read book that that you recommend that our audience checks out? Well, Chuck, I, there's so many, but I have to tell you that um, because we're talking brand, that this is one that I think people should uh, take a look at. And it is How to Build a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Mm -hmm. And he is one of the people that um, I follow. And I just think he's brilliant in uh, so many things that he offers. So check that out if you're wanting to learn a bit more about branding and um, you're looking for a good book to read. It is an amazing book to read. I love I love the story. I had the good fortune of meeting Donald Miller at a conference oh, a few years ago, nice. and I hadn't read his book yet. I didn't actually know who he was, but I heard him speak. I'm like, man, that just makes so much sense. And then I got the audiobook almost instantly and have listened to it, I don't know, probably 10 times uh, because there's just so yeah. much great information in there. It's so, practical, it's pragmatic, and it's pretty easy to consume. Mm -hmm. Extremely easy read. And I think entertaining as well, because what's interesting about Donald Miller is that uh, he was actually a writer first. Yeah. Right? And and uh, he got into marketing and uh, because of his own necessity to market what he was doing. And then he applied his skill of writing stories with marketing and it just created this whole thing and uh, it's extremely powerful. So I love that recommendation. That's a great one. I, I can't wait to, by the way, you'll find the links to that here as well here. But Kim, I want to ask you, because I know you've also written a book. So I want to ask yes. you about your book. Yes. So um, <laughs> I was going to have it handy here and I don't. <laughs> Oh my well, while anyway. you're looking, I'll just tell everybody. So uh, the so you're the Amazon best-selling author of Branding on a Shoestring: How to Recreate Your Small Business Identity and Increase Sales Results in 83 Days or Less. 83 Days or Less. That sounds pretty yes. amazing. Yes. So that's so funny because here I have Donald Miller's book, and I don't have my own book. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, everybody asked me about the 83 days and that's specifically why I made it 83 days, but really it's about, um, because it comes from my, um, time with my first coach and we always did 90 day plans. So I always took that first week to kind of assess what I wanted to do before I had put it into, um, some sort of strategy and plan. And if you take 90 days, less a week, it's 83 days. Mm. 
love that. What a great, and not only that, but 83, it's an unusual number. And I mm-hmm. think that's, ex- that's a great example of marketing right there because it's, it's attention grabbing. Anyone can say 90 days, 90 days is three months. You know, most people say that, but 83, it just automatically creates that curiosity. Well, why 83? Yeah, uh, that, what a, everybody what a great... asks and it it helps people remember. <laughs> great example of branding, great example of a marketing hook as well. So uh, yeah. that's awesome. Well, we also have the link to Kim's book there beneath the video and in the podcast show notes. So everything we talked about in this episode is all there. Uh, just go ahead and click on it and uh, go get Kim's book uh, and check it out and get her branding checklist or branding scorecard. Sorry, uh, that is all right there. So, so Kim, thank you so much. Uh, this has been uh, fun. Uh, I really enjoyed you having a, you on the show, and uh, you know, our, I really sincerely hope our audience goes and gets your scorecard and your book and learns more from you because. Because I I think there's there's a whole lot more than what we even talked about here today that can really help them on their journey to uh, create that consistency in their business. So so I want to thank you for your time and your generosity here. And uh, as we bring this episode into a close, if you had just one one final uh, piece of advice or words of wisdom for our audience, uh, what would you say to them? Uh, I would say. When done well, when you develop a brand properly, it is going to be your best asset to get your clients or customers to choose your um, product or service over your competition. Well said. How many of you would like to do that? If you do, go reach out to Kim and get the support, the help that you need. Uh, The consistency and the results that you want are possible. And you just need to reach out to someone and collaborate and stop doing everything yourself. I highly recommend finding someone to collaborate with. Kim is an amazing person to collaborate with. Go do that. And, you know, in the meantime, keep moving forward. Never, ever, ever give up on your big dream and uh, your vision for your business. And uh, look, you might be just one collaboration away from that next big breakthrough in your business. So, so uh, you know, hopefully this has been an episode that has helped you with that. We'll have another amazing episodes. Check out our past episodes as well. And um, so to sign off, this has been the Creative Collaboration Show. Chuck Anderson here with Kim Speed. Thank you, everyone. And we'll send you on with your day. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.